leaders, you're listening to the Leading Her Way podcast, where you learn how to use your feminine strengths to think, act, and become the executive leader you've always wanted to be, while laughing, loving, and living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Dr. Nicole Bryan. I built my career from the streets of Brooklyn to the boardroom as a three-time Fortune 500 executive. Welcome to this shared space designed just for us to openly discuss topics at the intersection of leadership and womanhood that will help you grow your career and lead boldly. All right, let's get this conversation started. Hi, lady leader. Welcome back to another episode of Leading Her Way. I am really excited to be here once again with you to talk about yet another very important topic. So today we are gonna be talking about your unique value proposition. But before we jump in, I wanted to call the moment on a couple of things. If you have been following me on LinkedIn, you have been hearing me and seeing me talk more about being introverted. And the reason that has come about is because at the end of 2023, I did a couple of polls, both on LinkedIn and in my newsletter, and quickly discovered that my community was predominantly made up of introverted women leaders. Now, I was very aware that uh, the Change.com community was full of women leaders because obviously that's what I talk about. That's my area of expertise. And that was just naturally the type of follower that I was attracting. But I was honestly very surprised to discover that more than 80% of my community and the people who listen to me are in fact introverted. Now, I'm actually excited about that because I am extremely introverted by every definition of the word. But the reason why I wanted to call it out at this point in time is because you're going to hear me talk more about introversion. One of the things that's very important to me is that I continue to deliver and serve you in ways that are of value. And so because I've now learned that most of my listening audience is in fact introverted, I realize that it's important to actually talk more about introversion and acknowledge the differences between an introverted woman woman leader and everyone else. So you're going to see and hear me integrating more of that into my content going forward in my social media content, in my newsletters, on my live events and my workshops, as well as here on the podcast. The second thing I wanted to share is that my group program On Her Rise is about to open its doors in February. Now, if you are new to my community and maybe you've never heard of On Her Rise, it is a small group program and mentorship for women leaders who want to get into the senior ranks of their organization. Now, I only offer this program twice a year, and it is pretty exclusive because I only do, in the past, I've only had limited amount of seats. So each round that I host this program, it's 10 seats per session. 
And the reason why I keep it small, quite frankly, is because we do very deep level work in all areas that you need to move up in your organizations. So we work on building your leadership brand. We work on strengthening your executive presence. We work on establishing your internal network within your organization. You learn how to put together your slam dunk case for your promotion, as well as how to negotiate the terms and conditions of the promotion in your favor. And one of my absolute favorite things about the program is that you get to experience and go through this transformation from being a leader to the executive level with a group of like-minded women who are ambitious, supportive, and ready to take their careers to the next level. So if On Her Rise sounds like the program for you, then I would strongly encourage that you get on the wait list today. Just go to services.thechangedoc.com forward slash on her rise waitlist. Again, that's services.thechangedoc.com forward slash on her rise waitlist. I'll drop that link in the show notes for you as well. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. Now, last episode, episode 12, we talked about five ways you can move up into senior leadership without leaving your company. Now, if you missed that episode, I strongly encourage you to go back and take a listen because it's kind of a precursor to today's conversation. Now, I want you to imagine a scenario. Imagine if the CEO of your company called you tomorrow. So imagine you're sitting at your desk, you're on your computer, you're in between meetings, and you are typing out an email and the phone rings. You pick up the phone and it is the CEO of your company. And your CEO says, I have one senior leadership position open, but I have 20 people who are interested in the role. Why should I give you the position over everyone else who also wants that role? What would be your answer? What words would you use to convince the CEO that you are the person who should have this position over everyone else that has expressed interest or who has raised their hands to say, I am ready to move into the senior leader ranks. Now, I know you're probably thinking, Nicole, my CEO is not going to call me tomorrow or any other day to ask me this question. And you may be right. You may not get a call from your CEO. But this scenario is going to play out in your career if you are trying to move up. Now, it may not be your CEO who asks these questions, and it may not be another chief or C-suite professional who asks you these questions, but you will be asked this question by whomever is a part of the decision makers who either promote you, invite you, or hire you into senior leadership. It really doesn't matter which of the five ways we talked about in episode 12 that you take to move up into senior leadership. At some point in time, you will be required to articulate why you are the person who takes on the senior leadership position. Whether you're promoted into the role, whether you apply for the role, 
whether you use your internal network to get the role, you will need to articulate what is it about you over everyone else, why you should be getting this position. And this is exactly why I wanted to talk about today the importance of knowing what your unique value proposition is. So the other day I was doing a LinkedIn Live and the discussion turned to the reality of the fact that there are limited senior leader roles. Now, that totally makes sense, right? Meaning that when we think about all of the jobs in a company or across the world, the more senior the role or the position is, the fewer there are available, right? So there are tons of entry-level positions across the globe. But the truth of the matter is there's only a very finite number of senior leadership or executive roles that are even available. So what that means is as you move up in the organization or as you look for more senior level roles, there is more competition just by the pure math of it. There's just fewer roles available and more people wanting to move into those roles. And as a result of that, that means that the competition for those roles are stiffer than there might be for an entry-level position. And when we're talking about stiffer competition, what I mean by that is that you have to uniquely distinguish yourself from everybody else who wants this or these limited positions, right? So, and how are you actually doing that? Now, it is very true that not every woman wants to move into senior leadership. And it's even more true to say that if you're a woman, a professional woman, and you are introverted, the chances of you wanting to move into leadership are even less. But if you are a woman and you are introverted and you do want to move up in leadership, then you are likely finding yourself in situations where you are surrounded by colleagues who are either men or they may be women, but extroverted, and you're all vying for the same limited senior opportunities. And let me drop another truth bomb in here as well, which is the fact that you're all likely equally ambitious, right? And so, and that's a good thing. That's definitely a good thing. And at this stage in your career, you've already had a number of successes. You've likely already been promoted several times. You probably have a higher education degree or two or three. You most likely have several certifications or a ton of experience in your area of expertise. And all of these factors used to be distinguishable enough for you to set you apart from everyone else. But now that you're trying to become a senior leader or an executive, the people around you, your colleagues, who also want to become a senior leader or an executive, also have years of experience in their subject matter expertise, several degrees under their belts, multiple certifications. And so 
let's bring it back to the question that I started the conversation out with is, if your CEO came to you tomorrow and asked why you should be selected for the next level, for your senior level role, what would you say? How would you distinguish yourself from everybody else who also wants that role? My question is, what makes you different? How do you stand out? And what makes you uniquely the best person for the next level of leadership? That's the questions, or those are the questions that you need to be answering and thinking about to articulate your unique value proposition. So many women that I work with are not able to talk about this in a way where they can demonstrate how much they not only bring to the organization, but how what they bring to the organization, no one else can do, right? No one else can bring those same things in the same way. And when we think about a unique value proposition, many of us have heard this term, but not necessarily applied to a person or a individual's career. Where we've heard it many times before is when we are hearing things about a business or marketing or something like that. But very rarely are we hearing about it or talking about it in terms of you and what you can bring in terms of your career and the value that you can bring to the organization. And what I wanna encourage you to do is to think about and apply the business principles that we know work and that we ourselves apply in our day-to-day jobs to the company and to uh, our specialty areas, all of those business principles can also be applied to your career. You will hear me time and time again, encourage you to think about your career, maybe not as a business, but to apply business principles to your career because they work. We know they are all proven, right? If we are out here doing a SWOT analysis on whether or not the company should be entering a new market or a, you know, a new offering a new product, why would we not do a SWOT analysis on our careers? And if you're not familiar with what a SWOT analysis is, it is a acronym and it stands for strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And basically it's a quick and simple way for businesses to analyze and determine whether or not they take an action. It could be moving into a new market, like I said before. It could be, you know, acquiring a company. Uh, it could be any any major decision, honestly. But it's it's quick and dirty. You just kind of think about your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, and that helps you to have a quick picture of whether you should take an action or not take an action. You can use s- similar frameworks that are general or traditionally been used to make decisions for businesses you and apply those to your career. So let's quickly talk about some other general business principles that just exist, right? And that we all know and we, we all use every day and we all talk about them at work. 
and how you might think about them also in and leverage them also in the context of your career. So one is understanding the competition and the context. Most companies are not able to sustain themselves year after year without knowing clearly who their competitors are and the general marketplace that everyone operates in. As an individual who is looking to advance your own career, you too should be thinking about and understanding who your competitors are and what is the context in which you are operating. It could look very different for everyone, right? But the truth of the matter is, if you are looking to advance your career and if you're looking to get into senior leadership, you wanna know what other people who are interested in the similar roles that you are, what are they doing? Do they have, for example, certain types of experiences? What types of degrees and certifications do they have? What are they reading? Like what are they, how are they keeping on top of their game, right? You want to know, are your four colleagues on the same team interested in the role or the senior leader role that you're interested in? Are they your comp, quote unquote competition or, or not? And so what I often will hear from my, um, my clients are, well, I don't want to be in competition with uh, other people. And the reality is if you are able to distinguish yourself, if you are able to articulate what your unique value proposition is, then the competition doesn't really exist, right? Because you will be in a league of your own essentially, but that does not take away or eradicate the fact that other people may want the same things as you do. And it just makes sense to be able to know what they want and to know who is trying to vie for the same things or same role or same perks and benefits that you are. Understanding and knowing the landscape in which you are operating is crucial for you to be able to know and make the right decisions for yourself. So understanding the competition in the context, businesses do that every day, right? People make career whole careers out of doing that. And what I'm encouraging you to do is for yourself and for your own career, make sure you're looking around, make sure you recognize like what are the skill sets, what are the type of experiences that are in demand or needed for that next level role? What are the other people around you who are interested in that next level role? What are they doing? Do not allow yourself to be to get into a deficit in terms of um, your best chances for moving up, right? So understanding the competition and the context, that's one business principle that you could apply to your career. Another business principle that exists, we are, Again, we all say, we all talk about these things. We all um, are uh, a, a part of this is analyzing the gaps. So in every business situation, doesn't matter whether you are in a revenue generating function, you're in a back office function, 
everything doesn't work 100% of the time, right? And so there are always gaps in your department and the way things are done, right? There's always room for improvements. And we, as a team member, we, within our businesses, within our departments, we can see, like we're always looking for, okay, what's wrong or what's gonna potentially break down? How can we get in front of that and make sure that those errors don't happen, right? We're always forward thinking about those things. And if we're not forward thinking about them, then we're in a position in hindsight to be, able to say, okay, let's, let's not allow this to happen again, right? We, something happened, there was a gap. We weren't able to close that gap in time, but we can make sure that that doesn't happen going forward. So we are constantly as business professionals analyzing gaps, but we don't necessarily do that for our careers. And what I am saying is let's apply, what happens if we would apply the business principle of analyzing the gaps to your career. That would mean that you would have to proactively look at what you do, what you don't do, what you have, what you don't have, and compare that to where you wanna go and plug those gaps. So an example of that is I worked with a woman who wanted to be a chief marketing officer, but not just a chief marketing officer. She wanted to be a chief marketing officer of a publicly traded company. And she wasn't getting a lot of traction. So she had tons of experience as a head of marketing. She had tons of experience working for publicly traded organizations. But what we found out after asking for feedback several times was that she was not being put forward to the final round of interviews with the organizations of her choice because she was actually missing board service, right? So a lot of publicly traded uh, companies want their most senior executives to also serve on other boards as well, as long as it's not a direct competitor of the organization. And other candidates had board service. And so she was not being advanced in the interview processes that she was participating in. So in her instance, in her circumstances, not having board service was a gap. And we needed to decide how we were gonna fill that gap, right? And so that's a perfect example of, you need to be analyzing the gaps that might exist in order to make sure that you are able to distinguish yourself separate and apart from everyone else, right? That you are able to rise to the top of the list of people who can take on this unique role that you are trying to get. A third business principle to consider applying to your career is determining what strengths and capabilities you have. Again, most businesses regularly, every year, every two years, will look at their strengths and capabilities. They will look at what they actually do well as a company and as an organization, what they don't do well as a company and organization, and figure out how to leverage that to their best interests, right? You, as a introverted female leader who wants to advance her career, also can be looking at your strengths and capabilities 
on a regular basis to determine how you can leverage those to advance your career. And the last business principle I wanna talk about today that you can also think about how you apply it to your own career is promoting yourself. So every company, every organization, even nonprofit organizations have some method of promoting their themselves, their services, what they offer to whoever they serve, right? It could be the average consumer. It could be, you know, a, a small segment of the population. It doesn't matter. But organizations are always thinking about new and creative ways of how to get their services and, or their products out into the marketplace. As an individual, as a woman, as a introverted woman who is trying to move your career forward, you also should be on a regular basis thinking about and actively promoting yourself. Now I know as I say this, you are probably literally cringing and I get it, right? So most of the women that I work with feel very icky at first about promoting themselves. But just because you're uncomfortable doing it doesn't mean that it would not be extremely beneficial to you and to your career. Because guess what? You may not feel comfortable promoting yourself. You may feel icky about talking about your accomplishments and what you could bring to the organization. But the other people who also want the role that you're interested in, they are likely promoting themselves. So it's something that we have, it's a skill, it's a muscle that we have to practice and we have to get better at. Okay, so let's recap. There is an opportunity here, a very, very important opportunity here to apply general business principles to your own career if you are looking to advance and move into senior leadership or executive roles. And we talked about four general business principles that could easily be applied to your career. The first one is understanding the competition and the context in which you are operating. The second one is analyzing, proactively analyzing the gaps. The third is determining what your strengths and capabilities are. And then the fourth is promoting yourself. All four of these are business principles that we leverage every day on the job. And if we are not doing it, then we work along somebody else, alongside somebody else who is doing it. So it only makes sense that we actually think about and leverage these same business principles to our own careers. And by doing that is how you get to the answer of what your unique value proposition is, what you can offer and what you can do and who you are that is completely distinguishable from everybody else who wants to move up into the senior level role that you already have your eye on. This is such an important topic that identifying your strengths and your unique value proposition is in module one of the On Her Rise program. Okay, lady leader, that's all I have for you today. 
If you have questions about unique value propositions, or if you want to share some of your takeaways from today's conversation, just send me a DM on LinkedIn. It absolutely makes my day to hear from you and to be able to continue the conversation even after the episode is over. Okay, so until next time. That's a wrap for this episode of Leading Her Way. Thanks for tuning in. If you have thoughts, questions, or ideas for future topics, connect and send me a message on LinkedIn. And if you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe and please take a minute to write a quick review on Apple Podcasts. Your review will help spread the word to other ambitious females so they know they're not alone and that this podcast is a community of support for all of us leading her way to the top. Remember, your leadership is needed. Your leadership is powerful. So lead boldly. Until next time.